Hey y'all, welcome to any Revelations of the Second Degree, where love is the foundation of life with thyself. I'm Shani Wasserkoff, and yes, 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 I am thankful to be here. Oh, I'm so thankful to be here. Sometimes when I'm when I look back over moments and experiences and prayers and promises and blessings and hardships and challenges, the constant in all of that is just how thankful I am. Even when I wasn't able to pinpoint my thankfulness, there always seemed to be something missing, always seemed to be something I couldn't acknowledge. And now that I can acknowledge it, I just love saying it every single time because my thankfulness and my gratitude and my appreciation only increases as I draw nigher to God, as I learn more about myself, as I live more and experience life in a new way, in a new light, through my new eyes and spirit and soul and mind. And I'm just so thankful to have the opportunity to use my voice and my being as a tool to show the goodness and greatness of God and to be proof that it's because I have a relationship with him that I am who I am today and that I've become more of who he has created me to be. It's not because he just did all the work. It's because I, too, put in my part. Yet glory be to him first, because without him there would be no part to put in, (laughs) genuinely speaking. I am very appreciative for this specific episode because we haven't done an episode that was recommended to us in a while, and I'm very thankful to be a part of this episode. And so... Today's episode is given to us by Afia Wasserkoff, which happens to be my lovely sister. You all may follow her on Instagram at B-R-U-H-I-T-S-F-E. Again, that is B-R-U-H-I-T-S-F-E. And this episode was recommended to me for any in the car after we both came through a specific experience together. And so she was like, oh, you got to make that in any episode. Like, you got to make that the next any episode. And I was like, okay. And so here's the next any episode, which is titled Holding Our Breaths. Now, honestly, to prepare for this episode, I listened to the last episode for probably the thousandths and thousandths and thousandths time chosen to breathe which is the episode prior to this one and because they both have breathe breaths you know in the title I know it would really assist in this episode and every single time I listen to chosen to breathe I get a new revelation and honestly speaking I'm just very thankful that this episode is here because we now have three any episodes with breathing breath something to that nature we have breathe we have chosen to breathe and now we have holding our breaths breathing truly assists in our day-to-day life and every single moment that we're in i mean breathing literally is a huge factor in why we are alive okay and as i was listening to chosen to breathe there were two specific excerpts that i wanted to share at the beginning of this episode to give us a foundation and also to get our brains working. The very first one says, sometimes we hold them in, stopping us from planting our gifts into our realities. Talking about them is in regards to our breaths. What do we do? How do we use our breaths? 
And so again, sometimes we hold them in, stopping us from planting our gifts into our realities. The second one is, God has given us the breath of life, yet we choose how we're going to live with it. The choice of words in that episode really allows any to shine in a different way. It really steps into the internal parts of ourselves. And I just really appreciate that and I'm thankful. And so keep those two excerpts in mind as we go along with this episode. And so I'm going to share an experience, which is the experience that inspired Afia to inspire me. And now here we are on any. So Afia and I were in Dollar Tree and we were just looking for a couple of things. I was walking through trying to find some things that I couldn't find for a while and I ended up finding them. Thank you, Jesus. And sometimes when I get itchy or like somebody might be rubbing you the wrong way in just their presence or their essence, I just will just be like, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus in my spirit or just out loud. This time it happened to be out loud. <laughs> it wasn't like I was yelling, but I was saying, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You know, it calms my spirit and and is power in the name Jesus, okay? We have a few items, and so we end up going to the register because it's quite a line, but it's only one register open. And it's this beautiful lady with blonde hair. And I put my things on the conveyor belt. Fia's next to me, you know, we're just in there. We were, we were in there just looking around and things of that nature, talking, of course. And so I put my things on the conveyor belt, and I watch as she rings up my items. Mind you, we just came from the thrift store, so I didn't have to put it in my pen because they didn't ask me. But it came around time for the total, which was about $15. And then it was time for me to insert my card. And as I'm inserting my card, I'm like, I do not remember my pen. Like, I, I flat out, there is no, I, I don't remember my pen. Like, there is no, okay, but girl, you know, look in your phone. I don't have it in my phone. I don't remember my pen. I really don't remember my pen whatsoever because I haven't used my card in a while. And so before the pen even comes up, I come to this like realization that I ain't going to be able to remember this pen, you know, on my own. And so I don't say anything out loud, but I'm just thinking this. And then I start typing things in. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, you know, when you just keep doing stuff, prayer, like you just at this point guessing, like you, because you, you just do not know. Kind of like if someone were to tell you to open up a safe and you just don't, you don't know the code, but you want to save your life. So you just start clicking random stuff, you know, that <laughs> literally. And mind you, the line is starting to pack up as time progresses. And I get about to the, the third try. Afia realizes as well. And I'm like, okay, because what I struggle with, which is a whole nother any episode, but what I struggle with is always being so conscious of money or how much money I have or anything of that nature. But this time it had nothing to do with how much money I had. The car literally just, I, I just did not remember the code. And so it was a blessing to see God use that. But Afia is in line, mind you, we're in line with other people. This is a public space. Afia is like, uh-uh, you know. She go, and, and I'm praying in my spirit as well, like, thank you, Jesus, like, allow me to remember this. Afia touches my head, and she's like, Holy Spirit, you know, bring it to her remembrance. And, like, you know, I just smile because it's such a blessing that she does that in front of everybody. Um, and I'm like, I, I, I physically don't remember this cold. Like, I'm just looking at it like, this car had a cold? <laughs> like, I really don't remember the cold. And so in that moment, you know, I'm just like, okay, Jesus, you know, I, I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. And, it. and it amazes me because it's like, usually I'll be in this position because maybe I, I am worrying about if I have enough money 
or I'm worrying if, if, if whatever the case may be. But it was completely different because I just did not remember my pen. And so I had to be completely reliant on the Holy Spirit to bring my pen to my remembrance in that moment because I did not know it. Like I completely, like I knew the pen, but I did not remember it at all. And so again, like we brought up in many other any episodes, the Holy Spirit is there to teach us new things and also to bring things to our remembrance. And so I'm in line like, oh, what's my code? What's my code? What's my code? And the machine times out. We still in line. The uh, lady, she doing mental math to check people out. You know, I'm like, okay, Jesus, I'm focusing I'm focusing on checking out. I'm focusing on this pen because if I focus on the line, I'd be like, oh, hurry up, Jesus. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. So I'm focusing on one thing at a time. And so it times out. And I like scrunch up my face. I'm like, okay, y'all, what in the world? And it's like, it's really funny because I love when God challenges me to have patience. And I realize it usually in the midst of the challenge. And so I'm like, okay. And I'm praying. I'm like, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. And I'm thinking to myself, when God, not if, when God allows me to remember this code, I'm going to have to shout or something. The machine timed out. And so she's like, okay, you can try it again. When I tell y'all, when it comes back on and I put my car back in there, subconsciously I type in the pen. Like the pen just start working through my fingers. Like it's like, mind you, it's about 10 tries and then it times out. So I'm like in between 10 tries trying to think like, okay, how am I, like what's the code, blah, blah, blah. Or however many tries it was. It felt like a lot, though. <laughs> and when it timed back on, and she was like, okay, you can just put it in now. And when it came time for me to put in the code, I remember just doing boop, 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 right? I just remember it being so seamless. And the shout that came afterwards was also very seamless. I remember the lady next to me being in line like, whoa, like, why are you like, you know, what's going on? But I remember just walking to the car thanking Jesus, like, being so thankful because it's one thing to have hope right because what is hope that is seen and so I'm like okay Jesus I believe you know I I, I believe and so after that entire experience I'm walk, we walk back to the car and we just keep yelling like thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus I think we're just in this car in silence because man it reminds me of that excerpt that we just took from chosen to breathe sometimes we hold our breaths stopping us from planting our gifts into our realities. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. To be able to speak is a gift. To be able to reassure yourself of your faith and your hope and your confidence in God is a gift. And in that moment, it, it was either the option of holding my breath or using it to my benefit. Which reminds me of 1 Peter 5, 6, which says, So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. Humble yourselves. What is the definition of humble? So not self-asserting in a lowly manner. And so, again, thinking about assertion is having confidence, right? Great confidence, but in yourself. And instead of in, in that moment, there was no, like, again, confidence in myself. You know, yeah. But the confidence, instead of having self-assertion, I had God-assertion. I'm giving my confidence over to him. Because in that moment, I did not know, like, I did not recall the code. Come on, Shani. Come on, Shani. Come on, Shani. Shani does not remember the code. But so often in moments, I found myself holding my breath. You know, when things get hard, think about when you're exercising and it's getting a little too hard. You hold your breath when it's important that you do breathe. So then the air can work your muscles and the muscles can feel the exercising. 
I've realized that I, I, and again, just as Chosen to Breathe talks about holding in the very thing that's supposed to help us. It stops us from planting our gifts into our realities. God has blessed us with the breath of life, but it's up to us to choose how to live with it. Thinking about that moment is very important because it has not always been like that. There have been moments where I would flat out yell at God because something didn't go my way after coming from holding my breath. There will be moments where I'll be like, okay, forget it. You know what I'm saying? For, for, forget it because I don't see any possibility for me doing it. So it can't be done. It has not always been like I'm looking at the thing and I'm like, there is a way. And that's why Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light. I believe it in my heart and in my spirit that God will allow the Holy Spirit to work in me. And I will remember this cold. And again, humble yourselves. Humble yourselves. Submit yourselves to God. Realize that you can't do everything by yourself. If we being completely honest, you can't do anything without God because he is the breath of life and you are chosen to breathe. And so you breathing is doing life with God, whether you're choosing to do with him or not, because you need him to live, to be alive. Literally, when people curse his name, they're using the very breath of him to curse him. But at the end of the day, holding our breaths can be such a panic. it's, It's our first instinct when you're in a habit. And you're trying to outgrow that habit and you're like, okay, why do I keep doing this? It's because you have learned to do that upon every single challenge that may look this way or or upon every single challenge whatsoever. When someone irritates you, you hold your breath. In a way, the whole world stops because maybe maybe the stopping of the world will allow this to change. You know how in the movies where the world might stop or something might pause and then you can go around and change how everything is, maybe move somebody's arm or go get an extra bite to eat or whatever it may be. We hold our breaths for many different reasons, but, but we don't realize that that's more detrimental than using them. Using our breath is what helps us. Our voices, our words, our breath is powerful and holding it in stops us from fully being in the moment. Breathing is what centers us. Breathing is what allows some of our insides to go out and some of the outside to come in. It's important that we do breathe and that we don't hold our breath, but we must realize that we hold it sometimes. Because if you don't realize that, then how will you stop holding it? And sometimes are harder than others where you have to stop yourself and say, okay, I'm going to breathe. Our thoughts usually it's a great example. When we're inside of our head, we begin to realize how we haven't breathed in the last couple of seconds. We must breathe. Thinking back to that experience, it is such a blessing because, yes, it was a challenge. Yes, everybody looked like, okay, girl, you know, like, is you got money in the car or whatever. But I made sure I breathed. Because it was that I realized that because I was breathing. You know? I'm looking and I'm breathing and I'm like, okay, I'm using my breath to declare what I know. And that is that God works everything out for my good. And if it's his will for me to get these things, this card and this cold, the the recollection shall boom into my mind in due time. I am not in any rush whatsoever. So often we are rushing to the very things that are literally that that literally has your name and then detriment next to it. (laughs) And so I have no reason to rush. If they want to get out of line because this is taking so long, let them get out of line. But I will not hold my breath praying that they won't get out of line. I will use my breath to bless them anyway and say, God bless them, put a blessing on their life. Still, while I'm still trying to figure out this cold, 
And so thinking back to that quote in Chosen to Breathe, sometimes we hold them, we hold our breaths, stopping us from planting our gifts into our reality. And so the choice is really either are you going to hold your breath or are you going to use it to reiterate the truth? Have you ever been in a situation where you felt like you couldn't do something or you felt completely depleted or, or you just felt like less than, truthfully speaking, and someone came in your life and they spoke encouraging words. They spoke life. They poured love. They shared their joy. Have you ever been in a situation like that? And then you began to feel that. You began to receive that. And despite the present worry or the present doubt, Those words began to reiterate the truth that you knew, but was very hard to stand on because of how everything looked and because of how everything felt. Same thing with my card and the code. Because of how everything looked and felt, it was very easy to act opposite of the truth. I knew the truth. I know the truth. But it is very easy to step off of that track because... It's a train coming towards you. I'm going to keep walking towards the train. Tracks is broken. It's a hole in the ground. I'm going to keep walking. The last few any episodes have really just talked about how important it is that we are fully for ourselves. Because you act differently when you actually choose to live. And not to worry and not to survive. Because you can never truly survive because God does the surviving for you. It may feel that way. But you breathe equals you live. Like literally. It it, it literally does. And God will never leave us nor forsake us. And I knew in that moment that he is with me. And that I may lack the recollection of my code. But he does not. He is all knowing. He knows where I wrote it down at. And he remembers it. The Holy Spirit knows it. And you know what? It is good to not know everything. It is a joy to not know everything. To be able to relax sometimes. And allow God to pour his knowledge upon you. I don't want to know everything. I want to keep learning. I don't want to be perfect. I want to keep growing. Yet holding my breath makes me feel like I got to be perfect. When something don't work out, oh my gosh, now what's not, you know, now what? Like, what's going, like, what am I going to do? Holding my breath. And sometimes we breathe, but we're still holding something. We're still remaining stagnant. We're still pausing. Again, we play such a part in the continuation of our lives and we also play a part in the pausing of them. And again, when it talks about humbling ourselves before the Lord, it is important that we do that because we do not know everything. And even though I knew the code, I did not remember it. That, that does not make me stupid. It just says that I don't remember the code, and so I had to call upon him to help me remember the code. But whether I remember the code or not, that does not change me calling upon him. And so often not in life, we can become very dependent on ourselves, very dependent on our paychecks, very dependent on habits and patterns in our lives. And we find security in those things. And then we realize when those things get taken away, that they never provided security for us at all. We just gave the security away. We just allowed ourselves to believe that. You realize how unsecure you are when you finally decide to buckle yourself down with God's word. You realize how, how none of that stuff ever gave you security. When you feel the true security of God. Being in so many situations and wondering, there is no way possible that I could have got out of that, but by God's grace. I mean, being in that line, looking at my code, there, is, there, there was no way. A fear couldn't tell me the code. 
the lady couldn't tell me the code. The other lady couldn't. No one could. Dollar Street couldn't make something on an announcement. The code would not have been had unless the Holy Spirit brought to my attention. When I told you it was a miracle, me clicking them buttons, boom, boom, but a miracle, y'all. For like there, there was no possible way, no possible way. And even when I do hold my breath, there's God again, allowing me to still breathe, even though I decided to hold my breath and remain silent. Do y'all know that? story in the bible where it talks about one who had five one who had two and one who had one the planning of it the bearing it because i'm afraid that is me holding my breath y'all we gonna we have to live we have to experience life we cannot hold our breaths any longer there is too much to embrace too much we need energy for and our breaths pay a part in that too much love to be given and our breaths play a part in that we have to breathe we got to breathe. We have to stop holding our breaths. God has given us the ability to speak. We pray for so much stuff and don't realize that we hold in our breaths in the very answer of our prayers. It, 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 it is a miracle to have breath still to use. It is a miracle. And so when we talk about holding our, holding our breaths we, we do it in so many ways, even if it's not the literal holding of your breath. The pausing of your life, the worrying if you can, the constant thinking, the overthinking. It, it comes in many ways and forms. And so I recommend you all, including you, Shani, <laughs> to figure out what holding your breath in your life looks like. How does it show up? When does it show up? What triggers you to hold your breath? Now, holding my breath for me translates to many different things because it's not just me holding my breath, but it's what that translates to my body, what it translates to my mind, and then how I start behaving because I chose to hold my breath. And sometimes it'll be in situations where I feel overwhelmed or I'm hearing the same thing over and over again, and then it triggers not only hurt, but it, tri- but, 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 but it triggers shock. And so then my body begins to shake. And not because my body shakes, I get out of the headspace of scriptures. I get out of the headspace of truth. I get out of the headspace that I'm not alone and God is with me wherever I may go. And I get in the headspace of I, I, li- I am alone. I get in the headspace of God has left me alone. So it's one thing to be alone, but it's one thing to be left alone. I get in the headspace of I don't know what to do. Like everything around me is blurred. Literally sometimes because I'm crying. So, and sometimes I'm in my head. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about something. And so I may not be holding my breath, but the world paused. I'm, I'm in an extravagant experience, right? I'm watching something, you know. I'm watching the show in person or on the TV, but I can't seem to focus on what they're doing because I'm so focused on what's up here. And so holding your breath might not be holding your breath, but it's really about what your focus is going to and how you're using that. Because again, God has entrusted us with the breath of life, but it's up to us to use it. And so when we hold our breath, what we are saying is, you know what? Thank you for this, but I don't even really thank you because I've decided to bury it. We, we are burying our gifts. You're, to breathe is a gift. We are sitting there and we're burying our gifts. And that's why it's easier to hold our breaths. It's a habit to hold our breaths. Because, thank you Jesus for allowing me to continue with this. Because what's difficult is to stand in the, I don't know what to do. 
is to stand in that period and to be intentional about using your breath. It is easy to not use your breath instantly. It is difficult to pause and to begin speaking, trying to find the right words, trying to find the right way to declare the truth. Because we don't realize just as someone pours encouragement into us, we can also reiterate and pour encouragement into ourselves. And that really does change the mind. As it says in Proverbs 16, verse 20 word, verse 20 word, <laughs> wooka, 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 shiny. As it says in Proverbs 16, verse 24, pleasant words are as a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bone. Realize our words are so powerful. Guard your heart for out of it are the issues of life. It is so important that we not only know, but we act like we know. Because sometimes we do hold our breath, stopping us from literally planting our gifts into our realities. And so instead of planting them into our realities, we plant them and we bury them. Because that's easier. I'm afraid to lose it. I'm afraid this might be my last time. I'm afraid it won't be enough. I'm afraid it won't match up to this person. I'm afraid it won't look like this. I'm afraid that I don't even believe I could do it. It's so many what ifs. It's so many, oh, I, I don't know what to do. It's so many hows, so many whys, so many wins. It's, it's so much. So we just instantly go back to holding our breaths. And we don't realize we're contradicting the very breath that we have by holding it. God has given us this tool. You know? And, and the things that we're praying for requires us to breathe in this very moment. You're trying to get to tomorrow, but you're not even breathing right now. How are you going to make it? How are you going to make it? Just as we talked about in Abundantly Accomplishing, it's important that we do our parts. You got to breathe, baby. You, you, you got to breathe. And you got to use that breath correctly. Because you may not be holding your breath, but that still don't mean you're using the breath for the right reason. That, that, that doesn't mean that you're using it to encourage yourself. Because sometimes we ain't holding our breath, but sometimes we are completely depreciating ourselves. We are hurting ourselves. And, and, and that is worse than holding our breath. Because we're using our breath but we're not using it for the benefit of us. We're using it for the decreasing and for the downfall of ourselves. And that's why when someone else might come around using their gift of breath to pour into us, it's hard to believe because we've used our own gift to tell us what is not true. We have created this false truth in our head that when we walk around, whether we're holding our breath or not, we go back to the truth of I can't do it. And so whether you're holding your breath or not, you know to reiterate that to yourself. I, I can't do it. So I got to bury it because it's better in that ground than in my hand and, and in my care and in my experience and, and, and in my career. It's better buried. And so it's not just about holding your breath. It's about using it. But how are you using it? Because everyone listening to this has the gift of breath. Yet, that doesn't mean it's, we're all using it. For the right reasons. Like we talked about in what is love. I might love making someone casserole. You might love by paying someone's shoes. It will always boil down to love. But you have to always check the motives. Because we could be doing the exact same things. With the exact same tools. But it be something completely different. But again just referring back to holding our breaths. It's important that we don't. But not only that we use it. But we use it to our benefit. To reiterate the truth. And sometimes the truth is not always our truth. Because God does oppose the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. 
who surrender themselves realize you won't know everything that 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 is one of the biggest problems nowadays is that we want to know everything we don't want to lack nothing you know we don't want no one to be better in this or we don't want to be more skilled god has given us all gifts if we stop for a second if we completely stop and obliterate the idea that my gift is this, but their gift is that. Meaning now that I have something to compare. And so I decided to, to compare it. And I, when I get to the conclusion of this matter is that their gift is greater. And so God has given me something small while giving them something big. And you realize it's nothing big or small about your gifts because a gift is a gift. And your eyes shouldn't be over there anyway. It should be in your lane. We, we be trying to label things, which really stops us and really contributes to us holding our breath. Because it's like, I can't believe he didn't give, gave me this small gift. Am I not capable of enough? Are you even capable to breathe? Because you are, but you ain't breathing. And so realize it is okay not to know everything. Because you might not lack anything internally as in having God of that nature. But there will be people who are more skilled in this than you. And you'll be more skilled than that in them. But again, our gifts all work together to create this village. One accord with the Lord. To create us as one. If we all decide to hold hands... That circle will not lack anything if we're all doing our part before we get to the circle. If we're making sure to breathe in our moments, it is so important to breathe and to embrace every single season in your life and every single moment because you're praying to get to the next level, but you're going to need every single moment in this level to get to that one. And you're going to need to breathe and you're going to need to use that breath for your benefit. You're going to need to use that breath to reiterate the truth. You're going to need to use that breath that God makes a way out of every situation, that he makes evil for our good, even when the evil it might be at our own hands. Our breaths are so powerful. We must breathe, y'all. We, we have to breathe. It is so important that we breathe. It is so important that we breathe. We have to stand firm and we have to buckle up our shoes with our breath. We have to plant our gifts into our realities. It is a gift to be able to breathe. It is a gift to be listening to this episode and say, I have an opportunity to never hold my breath again, to work towards that point. I might not be there now, but I will get there. To have another chance is a blessing and you have another chance. Use your breath. Love yourself with your breath. Love those around you with your breath. Say, I can with your breath. Say, I believe in myself with your breath. Breathe the truth. Breathe positivity. Exhale everything that does not need to stay inside your being. Because sometimes things come in your mind out of your control. But it's up to you whether they stay there or not. Holding our breaths is a habit in the majority of our lives. And acknowledging that is the first step. To creating a new habit. And some of us may not hold our breath, but we don't always use it for the right things either. And it is very important in this season of your life that you are honest with yourself because you can never grow off of a lie. Because it's going to really hurt when you've been telling yourself a lie this entire time and the lie gets swept from under your feet and you fall right back down to right where you were before you lied. And it's not that you backtrack. It's, ne- it's that you never stepped on the track. The honesty is your steps to the track. And the honesty is the fuel you're going to need to run the track. And you can't do that with a lie. Be honest with yourself. And realize you won't know it all. And that's the beauty of life. We can't go back to Adam and Eve. We, 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 we can't. We can just embrace that we are imperfect beings. That we do make mistakes. 
even from our intentional choices that we that are for the right reasons. But it's how we deal with that. I'm just very thankful, y'all, because truthfully, it is very easy to hold our breaths. And I think about exercising a lot because it does get difficult depending on how you're exercising and, and, and what you're working on um, and your goals. It Sometimes it gets very difficult. I know them wall sits, breath be hurting. But you don't realize you are tensing up your entire body. And so when you may be afraid, you are tensing up. You're making everything, you're amplifying the pain. You're amplifying the peer, the peer, the Navy peer. You're amplifying the pain and the fear. You are literally on a bullhorn being like, I'm afraid, 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 afraid. Like the true point in our growth is realizing that we had a part in the majority of our challenges. And you can't do that if you're holding your breath. Because so often than not, what you do is you look back over your life and you holding your breath because if you decide to, for one second, breathe, you're going to realize that at some point you have to take accountability to what part you played and who you are today, to what part you played in your hurt, to what part you played in your tears. We got to stop holding our breath. That is, the, that, that, that is our first step. We, 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 we got to acknowledge that. And then we got to step out of that. We, it, it's going to take work. It's going to be challenging because we're used to it. That's how we've been living our lives for so long. We're used to it. But it's your job to get unused to it. Undo, unravel. Well, that's supposed to be a song. <laughs> Genuinely speaking, we got to stop holding our breaths. Like, stop holding your breath. Breathe. Come on, y'all, breathe. <sighs> breathe. <sighs> breathe. <sighs> breathe use that breath use that breath it's good to sit in silence i know i love me some silence but that comes when you've been using your breath okay use your breath speak get used to how you sound get used to your body get used to how you speak get 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 used to yourself and you can't do that if you don't give yourself something to get used to because you have gotten used to the silence of yourself but you gotta get used to the gift of your voice Every single any episode can go on forever. Literally speaking. Like who's to stop me from going on hours and hours and hours? Anyway. Something I always have a disclaim at the end of these episodes is that it's by the grace of God that I'm here right now. There are so many points in these episodes where I pause sometimes and, and, and I just feel like they're going nowhere. Like I'd be like, oh my gosh, Jesus. And I and I'd be like, thank you, Jesus. Like, literally walking around being like, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. It's still recording, you know? And so, it's just very important that you all realize that when I put by God and Shani Wasserkoff, I mean that with my entirety. Because that is the truth of the matter. Just as I would not recall that cold, this would not be an episode. Because I, I was sitting on my bed before this, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to listen to Chosen to Breathe. I tried to find some scriptures to relate to this, but I was like... What am, like, what am I going to say of this experience? I need God at every moment of my life, even with my intelligence, even with my skill level, even with my creative outlook. He gifted me with all that, but I still need him for that stuff to come to pass. And quite frankly, I want him. There is nothing like having the creator of the world be by your side and help you change it. That there, there is nothing like having the creator of the world be for you, be by your side. And assist you in changing the world. Y'all want to make an impact. In the lives of people that God created. 
But for some reason, you forgot to ask God for the assistance. There's so many points, y'all. But I am genuinely thankful. And that's come from honesty. You know, I had to go back to some of my hardest moments and realize, first of all, there was something that I was never able to acknowledge. You know, going back to those moments. And, and to really grow, you have to look the trigger in the eye. To really grow, that's where the honesty comes in. Yes, you, you, you have to allow yourself to feel. Because there's going to be a time in your life, roughly for us all, where it's going to be one more time. Only one more time you're going to have to do that. Only one more time you have to say it. Only one more time you're going to have to have that conversation. Only one more time. And it will never get you like it got you. You will never go back one more time. But you have to put in the work to get to that one more time. And it's a blessing. It is a blessing, man. Because realize, temptations rise from your own desires. So, the question becomes, what do you desire? I love y'all so much. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, I'm so thankful, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm so thankful, y'all. Really, it is a challenge in recording these episodes, some more than others. Um, An episode I remember that was a huge challenge was surviving and living. I remember that. Like, ugh. Sometimes, like, I, like, like, I remember the process to recording these. And, and and they are challenging because when I tell y'all, there is no script. Like, I, I repeat that every episode, but that is more for me than y'all because I just have to realize and acknowledge the goodness of God truthfully because truly goodness and mercy shall follow me all days of my life. Like, there's no getting out of that. It is such a blessing. Come on, y'all. If you have your gifts buried, unbury them and multiply them. Unbury them and, and use them. Unbury them and look at them and say, how can I use this? How can I create something from this? How, how, how can I grow in this? Use it, use it, use it. Y'all got it. I'm so thankful for all of y'all. And I believe in each and every one of you listening. And Shani Wasikoff, I believe in you too, baby. I'm so appreciative, y'all. Let's chat. on We can chat on Instagram um, at I-N-N-I-S-P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E. That is any presence. Again, I'm just very thankful. I love you all so much. Thank you, Afia Wasserkoff, my lovely sister. A great, great, great companion of mine. Thank you for this episode. Thank you for being with me in the experience that really founded this episode. And thank you, my father, for allowing me to go through that and so many things since then to be challenged. Even in recording this episode, I am very, very grateful. And I love you very much. I love you all very much. And I pray that you all rest up, but to use your voices and you declare the truth seek the truth so you have something to declare i love you all so much yet god loves you more and i sure will speak to you all very soon i love you all very very much god and i love you very much until i speak with you all next i'm always thinking about you <laughs> shani wasikoff says laters Bzz, I believe I still say that in the quote-unquote any voice. It's all right. (laughs) I love y'all.